probably did hate Mayo and we thought it was hate at the time because these guys are trying to take away our dreams. The Football Pod live Thursday, June 2nd in Castle Bar. Check out otbsports.com forward slash events and get your tickets now. Now, very happy to say we're joined by Kelly Harrington because she's been announced as sports ambassador for Dublin City Council alongside Ellen Keane, of course, Paralympic gold medalist. And the partnership sees Dublin City Council, in effect, teaming up with Kelly and with Ellen in a bid to promote the benefits of sport, physical activity in Dublin. There is lots of information about Dublin City Council's sport and recreation programs, services, facilities, all you need to know. If you go to dublincity.ie forward slash residential forward slash sports hyphen and hyphen leisure. I'll give you that email address again before we go. Kelly Harrington, how are you doing? Great to have you on. All good, all good. Hope you're keeping well yourself. Yeah, very well. So, I don't know, what do you prefer these days? 2020 Olympic champion, world champion, European champion, freedom of the city, June 11th, I see. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to that, actually. Um Actually, <laughs> um, so yeah, it's that's that's a, an amazing honour, you know. For it's only a, a handful of girls who have already got women who have already got it. So to be one of the next batches, just amazing, you know. Being my a first, true love as well. So well, listen, my first memory of that was Bono turning up with a sheep. So I don't know around Fairview. Have you got any sheep that you're gonna <laughs> let well, raise? We, we've actually we does been telling people like that I've got sponsored six sheep off a farmer and I'm doing a competition on Facebook uh, to name the six sheep so like (laughs) that's what he's telling people (laughs) so a couple of months ago I was thinking oh world championships on the way we'll get to see how Kelly's going injury in camp yeah I just had a little niggle and I'm over it now Uh, I'll be back hopefully sparring at the start of July and just, uh, do you know what? I've enjoyed a little bit of a break as well there. So uh, back at it now. Um, back at it. And hopefully get ready for the Europeans coming up now in October. I think they're in October. We don't know where or what. You know yourself the way uh, everything is at the moment. But look. <laughs> Best to look at in a flight by then. Uh, <laughs> I might start queuing outside the airport now. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you frame this part of your career? Do you Do you have like... 2024 potentially I'll be retired so this is like a sprint finish everything I can do I'm going to do it or have you set a deadline or or how are you framing this post-Olympic win period for you? Um, Like coming back after Tokyo it was kind of I didn't know what I was going to do or you know um, I just knew I wasn't going to go professional and then I decided right as I'd sat down with with Bernard with Zor with John with my own club coach now and we had decided, right, we'll give it another give it another lash and see how, how we go for Paris. But I'm I'm not getting any younger, neither does anybody else. <laughs> but uh, I gotta watch what I'm doing now. I'm 32, I'll be 34 when Paris comes around. Um so I've got to be careful with what I'm doing and not overtraining as well, smart training and um, picking and choosing the tournaments that I go to and well not me picking them personally, but the, the coaches, you know, doing doing plans and so on, so on. So it's kind of working that way. Um, and then next year is the qualifier. So next year is the big year. I'm, I'm not even really looking at Paris at the moment. I'm just looking at qualifying because I don't really know how how the qualifiers are working or we're very unsure of all of that. But it's just I just know that next year I need to be on it. Like I need to be switched on and I need to be 
ready to rock and roll. Yeah. Like. And Kelly, physically, does 32 going into 33, do you notice that difference to how you felt at 28, 27? Um, do you know what? Like, I honestly feel like strange. Like, I know it sounds strange. Like, but I do feel like I am getting better. Like, well, not like, Jesus, like, I'm not, oh, I'm getting better every day. But I don't feel like I'm getting any worse is what I should say. <laughs> so, like, yeah, like, I feel, I feel good. I feel mature. I feel like I have a lot of experience. Um, and, I mean, sometimes experience can outdo uh, the new fish in the pond, really, you know. So, hmm. we'll see. Like, well, boxing's boxing, you know. Uh, so everyone on, on, their, on the day and... Like there's new people coming out of cracks of the walls all the time, so it's that's that's why why people love it so much, isn't it? Because there's yeah. always people in and out, in and out, in and out, and then bang, someone takes something for surprise, and you're like, Jesus Christ, didn't see that coming. <laughs> <laughs> I guess um, everybody would have seen what Lisa O'Rourke and Amy Broadhurst did at the World Championships. Amazing, they joined this elite list, and it, it continues to put Irish boxing on the map. Yourself and Amy Broadhurst, are ye vying for the same weight class at the next games? Because like Olympic qualification is a complete mystery to me. I just wait until yeah. I get the thumbs up that someone's in. So how how does that work, for instance? I'll be honest with you, right? I be going for the same weight that I've gone for sixty. Uh, I won't be going for sixty six because yeah. there's a sixty six class there now as well. Yeah, and a, and a fifty seven. And a fifty seven and a seventy five and oh, a fifty. I don't know, 52 yeah. maybe or something, or 51, something like that. Um, but I, yeah, I'll be on for 60. I don't know what Amy is doing, you know. I have no idea what she's doing. Like, uh, that's her, that's up to her really what she's doing. But I know I'm doing 60 and that's what I'll be, I'll be getting ready for. I'll be mm. preparing for that, you know. And whatever happens, happens really, like, you know. But I'll be ready. I'll be doing what I do best, staying calm, controls and getting ready to rock and roll. Mm. Uh, you mentioned Bernard Dunn. What a complete mess. It's a complete mess, but you know what? Um, like, we just need someone in there to to take up that role. Like, I, I've had the great pleasure of working with, with Bernard over the last number of years. He's set up a great, a great team um, discipline amongst the whole team as well, you know. Um, and he's missed. He is missed. Um but got to get over it now and realize that it's we're going to have to move on and hopefully they just they sort it out and they get someone in his position and everything else gets ironed out sooner rather than later and we can continue on for the cycle that's next year for the the Olympics yeah. and the boxers don't suffer because of all this you know it's amazing the boxing remains so successful in spite of all of these issues going back to Billy Walsh's departure I didn't read this SWOT analysis. I haven't seen it. I saw Jack Chambers describe it as disgraceful. Bernard Dunn obviously thought it was bad enough to resign effectively on principle. Like from the outside, I'm scratching my head thinking, how can something like this happen again? Yeah, I personally don't even know. Like I I haven't seen it. I didn't even know anyone could see it, to be honest with you. Um, so I have no idea Uh what what is going on there? Um, but all I know is, and all that I can vouch for is that Bernard Dunn is a good man. Um, what he has done hasn't been a difficult, or hasn't been an easy, hasn't been a difficult, hasn't been an easy task mm. coming off the the back of Rio, um, then into a, into a new cycle, 
and we're trying throwing a, a global pandemic in there on top of that and then to come away with a gold and a, a bronze medal from from an olympic games is fantastic you know and mm. like he done what he needed to do and so disruption again and with qualifiers looming it's very difficult do you have much like exposure to the workings of the IABA do you have a feel for how they go about their business and the board do you have faith in them or is it very removed from your day-to-day life it's very much removed from my day-to-day life it's the last thing I think about actually it's not the last thing I just don't think about it full stop you know and all I know is that we are missing missing a high performance manager director in, in our setup and, and and that's it really you know but it's the furthest thing away from my mind I don't I don't let them I, I wouldn't lose sleep over it you know hmm. so who do you work with who do you train with day to day most often Kelly um so I have my club coach now work he's he, I'd be training with him a lot and then I'd be training with the team as well uh with Zor and John and all the other coaches who are out there as well, you know. And uh, that's who I'd be training with day to day. But I do I do a lot of training now with my club. I'm back in my club tonight. Um and that's the start of me boxing back on the on track then from tonight, you know, uh, back out there. Noel's on holidays actually, but he'll be he'll be back during the week. So I'll be out there with, with the other coaches in the club. You said there you never gave professionalism too much thought. What was it about professionalism that you didn't like the look of? Um, I suppose like the fact that I would probably have having to move away from home to to take up a career, you know, um, that just would not would not work in in my world, you know. Uh, that would make me really really unhappy, and uh, like, is 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 that worth it? Like, is it worth being unhappy for? to go away look let's call it a spade a spade professional boxing is for money right there's yeah. like that's what it is it's a, it's a profession like it's money it's a business mm. um, and would I like to leave to move country for a job no so would I like to do it for for uh, to get hit in the face with eight ounce gloves absolutely not <laughs> so like no I wouldn't it wouldn't it just wasn't something that that gelled with me like I'm, I'm a homebird and I'd get homesick after I get homesick after three weeks like <laughs> so like the, the Katie Taylor experience off in Connecticut monastic probably a lonely enough life suits her and works for her that's almost your worst nightmare you need the hub of your world around you even even like it must cross your mind that's when not even, it's not yeah, I don't need the, I don't need like I don't need to be surrounded by people all the time, but I need to be in my own home. I need to have my dogs. I need to have Mandy and I need to have, I need to be able, if I want to leave my house and go somewhere to go there, you know, and come back. And, and, and you can't, you can't say to Mandy and your dogs, well, I don't know how much say your dog's getting it. We're moving abroad for a couple of years. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. Like, and like, I also like to be able to just get in the car and drive into my mat and dad, you know, like, mm. God loved them. Like, I have them pestered. Like, you know, they're probably like, you go, go professional. It's the yeah. best thing for you, like, just to get rid of me. Like, you know, <laughs> we think yeah. it's a great idea. Great idea. Away you go. <laughs> uh, because I guess the temptation would be, not least when you see what uh, Katie Taylor did recently at Madison Square Garden, like, we're saying money, but then it's like, geez, this could, this, this could be life changing money. This could be you know, set me up for the next 30, 40 years money. That, that, that doesn't cross your mind in the, in the way 
a more money oriented person might look at I it. don't know because I'm not I'm not ruled by money. Mm. You know what I mean? I don't think I don't think like that. Like like set up for what? Do you understand? Like set up for what to, to sit on your arse all day and just, exactly, exactly that, yeah. Yeah, no, that's not me as a person. I like I have my little job, me I've my cleaning job in the hospital. I go in there and I could do that for the rest of my life. If I win another medal in the Olympics, if I get to the Olympics, I'll still do that same job. It's for me, money is not the be all and end all. Yeah, it helps make you a little bit happy, but I mean, it can also make you very unhappy because you have to remember with a lot of money comes a lot of fake friends and a lot of yes men and a lot of yes women. And I wouldn't like to be in that position. Yeah, I'd like to have the money, but I wouldn't yeah. like to be in a position because I, I would be that person who would be trying to keep me feet on the ground and I'd be questioning everyone around me. So yeah, I'm very, very happy. Like I don't let money dictate what I do. While it would be nice, it's, it's not uh, it's not the, the be all yeah. and end all. What is it? It's still St. Vincent Psychiatric Hospital, is it? Yeah. In Fairview, yeah. In Fairview, yeah. What is it that gives you? What does that do for you at this stage in your life? I suppose <clears throat> I've been there, I think, now 11 years. And um, all those people in there uh, on the ward that I work in, they've been there since I've been there and they're, they know me since before I've become Olympic champion and they're very, very real. They're not uh, bandwagoners and they're not fake people. They're not telling you what you think, what they think you want them to say, you know, like, and I, I just love that, you know, and I love being grounded. I love feeling valued for the person that I am, not for the person that I've become. Yeah. And I suppose Jesus, that's pretty. Yeah, <laughs> you're pretty, listen. This is profound. This is, this, is, this is, but this look. There's such wisdom in what you're saying, because there is this aspect. I'm sure. Like, why are why am I talking to you now? Why are we having this conversation? In part, Olympic champion, world champion. It's your it's 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 your exterior, I suppose, presentation to the to the world, and and that's probably grown massively since the Olympic win. I'm sure that feeling of being public property, or, or certainly an aspect of yourself, is public uh, property. Has that been uncomfortable in any way or, or or too much in any way or been pretty okay? No, like, do you know what? I embrace it. Like, I love the fact that people feel comfortable enough to come up to me and talk to me. I love that. Like, I love talking to people, you know, uh, um, and I love that fact. Like, and I love, do you know what I really love? Like, I love when I'm hearing the older people come up to me, like, who, who probably would never have watched a boxing match in their life, you know, like, and they're coming up and they're, they're saying, well done. And, and now they know everything about me. Like they know about me getting married and everything, you know, like, and they're, they're genuinely like happy, you know, and, and inspired, you know? And I think because I'm not like, I don't lose the run of myself. That's why I kind of engage with a lot of people, like, and why, why they get me and, I, I, I like it. Like, yeah. I, I, I embrace that. Uh, you, well, you do actually, and you, you know, putting out things like the wedding photo and the dogs, there is a degree of you letting people in. Certainly you're comfortable to a point and enjoy it to a point, it seems. That's it. Like, look, people have ways of finding out everything, you know, so they, they, <laughs> they do find out. So you may as well put out what you want to, like, what you want to get out there, like, instead of them finding it out a different way, you know, like, so... Mm. Put, out, put it out your way, really, like, and be happy with it. As long as you're happy with it, that's the main thing, isn't it? Yeah. So will you 
pretty much keep working as you are in Vincent's and, and keep training as you are. There'll be no like in the build up to the games. You won't, you won't deviate from that. That's your rhythm. That's your routine. And you'll maintain that as much as you can. And that, there won't be a, a camp anywhere or anything like that, but it sounds things. Um, I'll keep working there for like, look, I'm never going to leave it unless they have to, like, unless they have to replace me because they don't have anyone to cover me, cover my, my job while I'm away. Like, you know, thankfully, uh, they didn't need to, you know, but there is a lot of people leaving now, so there's not, and they're not hiring. So there is a lot of complications, but, um, I'll keep working there for as long as I can. And as long as I, yeah, like I, 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 yeah, I love it. You know, I just, I can't see myself going anywhere. And there's, there's room, like we're meant to be getting the new hospital as well. Like, so I'd like to be there for the new one as well. Is Corinthians still your boxing club? No, no, no. That, that's, 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 childhood old, one. that's old, 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 old news. Okay. I've, uh, I've been to, I've, I've had nearly more clubs than I've had hot dinners. Okay. <laughs> um, but, I, I, and I'm not, I'm I, like, I'm not like, some people would be embarrassed about that, but I'm not embarrassed about it at all because I know what I need to do to, to get what I need to get, you know, and where I am now, I'm out in St. Mary's in Tallaght with no work and, that's it. That's my last stop. <laughs> okay. The only reason I ask is I saw a big headline a couple of weeks back and, and your name was in the headline. It was Kelly Harrington's childhood club. So I wasn't sure if you had left. It was like her childhood. They'll use it for us. Yeah. Yeah. Kelly Harrington had uh, coffee at this place. Um, <laughs> Uh, but it was your, it was Corinthians and I guess it's probably not unique uh, amongst boxing clubs, unfortunately, in this country, given the great tradition we have, it would, it would kind of frustrate you, but it was showing how Corinthians was in disrepair. There were no showers. There were no separate toilets for girls and boys having their boxing classes and there were photos and it just looked terrible. And it seemed like such a pity when you were trying to foster sport and foster, you know, the, what, what you've done and what. Katie Taylor's done and, and now Lisa O'Rourke and Amy Broadhurst that, that you know geez the sport could take off if, if facilities were better as well 100% but you hit the nail on the head there at the start like it's not just that club it's no. clubs across the board you know uh, uh, so like the club I'm in Mary's now it's a fantastic club but there's a lot of work that that needs to be done on it as well you know like well, it's just it's just getting the funding to do things you know it's 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 really not easy like but when you also think about it like how many boxing clubs have we got in Ireland? Like we've a lot of boxing clubs. Like so, does it? And I'm sure, I'm sure every one of those clubs has something that needs to be done in it. You know, and mm. um, so just, just about where does that money come from, and how do we get it? And you know, <laughs> yeah, I mean, same for every sport, club, isn't it? In so many sports. So just thinking it's about your life. Boxing, it's mostly boxing. Uh, listen, bo- mostly the, 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 the sports that are working class. Uh, totally, totally. And like we all piggyback come Olympic time and we're all your best friend and politicians are at the airport and smile for the photo. Thanks very much. I'll see you in four years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly it. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> does, does any part of you think at these high profi- profile moments when politician is all over you, do you know what, actually, I'm going to publicly tell everyone what I think about how the sport has treated the other three and three years, 11 months of the cycle. Uh, it was maybe maybe, maybe it wouldn't be the most gracious thing. It mightn't be the most gracious thing to do either, I guess. Before I come on with you, I, I was only actually having the crack. I was like, imagine I just turned around and said, I was like, why don't I tell them what I really think? Like, <laughs> yeah. But um, no, do you know what? Look, 
they're all, it's always going to be what it is, you know, it's always going to be that way. They're always going to turn up. They'll turn up to the opening of an envelope, you know. Um, I did, well, there was one time I was getting, I got the Irish Times Awards uh, person, the Irish Times Sport Island Person of the Year 2018. And uh, Shane Ross never turned up to me at uh, homecoming 2018. He didn't turn up to it, but he turned up to the Irish Times Sport Island Awards. And we were sitting there and I, had, I was saying, like I was giving out to think about uh, on the table that I was at. And I was on the table with a lot of journalists. And um, I didn't think, I, I genuinely didn't think I was getting person of the of the year, you know, like, uh, so I'm sitting there and I'm giving out. And then it's like, Kelly Harrington, I'm like, oh, I had to nearly pick me jaw up off the floor. And I walked up and Shane Ross is there and he's all smiled. And uh, I shook his hand. And like he hadn't congratulated me and he was the Minister for Sport at that yeah. stage. And I, I leaned in close to him and I just says, like, because he was there. And I says, I suppose it's better late than never what. And he just nearly died. Like he was just like. Ah. And just I, keep smiling, keep yeah, smiling. And I just turned and I was smiling. And, and my coach, Noel, was there. And I was telling Noel what I was going to say. Like, and Noel was increases laughing. He was. No harm, no harm. Um what an amazing couple of milestones in your life. So Olympic champion, married last year. I think you bought a house the same month, give or take. Yes, Always a big yes. thing. Uh, this would, fr- from the outside, this looks like it must be a very happy period in your life. Is that how you feel about it? Yeah, it's a happy period. Yeah, absolutely. Like, well, like, a, like uh, I have a personal life as well. And there's a lot, like, there's a lot going on that obviously I, I don't want people to know. But sure. like, it's been busy. It's been emotional. It's been crazy. Like it's been, like it's just like constantly, you know. Like, because uh, at the end of the day, I am a person, and like outside of the Olympic medals, you know, like uh, I want to have some kind of a life as well. Um, but it's been absolutely incredible. Like it's, I've just the amount of stuff I've done in the last year. I probably like some people probably do over ten years. Like, you know. Well, I, I genuinely, I even including the GAA players, I suppose who have big full lives outside of their sport but for someone who's achieved at the absolute top level internationally I can't think of a sports person in the country who has such a kind of rich full life around achieving these great things and I, I guess that's no accident you've kind of spoken about the importance of being more than just boxer box every day think about boxing every day and I'll worry about my life when I'm 35. But uh, that, that's the one thing like like with, with athletes coming up now behind me and even like with me, like I'm trying to like trying to drill a home. Like if you're getting any money, save it, go to college, have a part-time job. And they're like, I can't have a part-time job. I'm training Monday to Friday. And I'm like, Oh God, like I've like, I can do it. You know what I mean? Like, so and, I, and I've got to the top, like, so what's stopping you? They don't realise that, like, it humbles them, it keeps them grounded, like, and I suppose, I don't know, it's just, it's just, it's just been drilled into me, you know, from, from an early age, like, I've seen my dad go out and work his bloody ass off, you know, so it's, that's my makeup, my family makeup, you know, and my brothers are all the same, like, and I, I'm, I really, really strongly advise any athletes coming up get a part-time job, like, like go, go to school, go to college, do what you got to do, but get a part-time job, get one 
preferably that's that's not just about money, you know, like that you're actually going to enjoy like something that is 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 joyful to you and meaningful to you, you know, and and keep it like, you know, yeah. and like that that that's what I feel anyways. And then I'm always trying to yeah. get home. Because um, at the end of the day, I, I like yeah, I come from a, a, a family that works. My dad works, but they didn't have money out like like it was going out of fashion. Like they wouldn't be saying, "Here's get the latest winning head guard and gloves, Kelly, and get the latest boxing boots." And I would, you know, they wouldn't be that. Like that's not where I come from. Like you know, but I do see a lot of people coming from that background where mommy and daddy is paying for everything outside of that. You know, outside of boxing, so they can go and live their little boxing life but I'm trying to tell them have your own thing have your own little life and have your own few yeah Bob coming in so it makes you feel yeah um I just a, a last thought you have two brothers don't you three three one very very quiet one is he the youngest no Joel is the youngest uh, okay because I I, I I just a memory as you're talking there and mentioning the family he, he came on the show the morning of your win and we thought it was going to be like a five minute oh, I'm delighted it's amazing grand we'll let you go he must have like held the airwaves for about half an hour and honestly he was like a pundit breaking down your fight and what he thought you did well and what you know he was he was amazing we got so many texts in going geez that guy's bloody brilliant and I read a few out and he was like give me a job then like he was a proper <laughs> <laughs> proper character would would your family like would they really know their boxing would they know their stuff and be, you'd be able to talk to them on a level or is this all new to them as well um yeah they do know their stuff like you know they do know their stuff but and in, in all honesty i wouldn't be like i chat a bit a bit about yeah. what to them but i wouldn't be going looking for tactics or anything after you know okay. although my dad does my dad is probably the best boxing coach in the world you know what i mean okay. he's fantastic you know but uh no um they like they do know their stuff, but I wouldn't be, I, I, yeah, I wouldn't be going looking for tactics around. No, fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. Because I remember the morning of your final, they had like the, this sign up in the door saying, you're all more than welcome, but we just really want to watch the fight. So stay out for. I actually seen, I only seen a photo of that. And I was like, what's that sign on the door? And it was, I was like, is that like telling people don't knock like, you know? But um, yeah, no, amazing. Like it, come here. It's been an, an incredible journey for mm. for the community. You know, like to get to oh. see some everyone around there knows me and knows what I've put in, and they've seen me going training and so on, so on. Like, and they've seen me with the kids around the area. You know, and then to go off and do that, like, just incredible. You know, yeah. one of their yeah. own. Like, no, it's amazing. And there was some big GAA match that day. I think it might have been Kilkenny Cork in the hurling, and a lot of the fans stopped by Portland Row just almost to get a picture at the house on the way to the match. So, I mean, all they're still doing that. Is that they're right? Still, they're still doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's a destination point. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, listen, this is a, a great thing you're promoting. So again, just to mention it, because you've been so good for your time. So you and Alan Keane, sports ambassadors for Dublin City Council, and it's to really just promote the different uh, facilities and, and uh, services and recreation programs that are available. So the website again is dublincity.ie forward slash residential forward slash sports hyphen and hyphen leisure. And if you can't remember that, just go to dublincity.ie and I'm sure you'll you'll find your way to the right spot. Uh, Kelly Harrington, great to talk to you. As always, real pleasure and best of Thanks luck in the Europeans. Much. Thanks, Emil. Thank you. Thanks a million.